Hello and welcome to episode 83 of the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and I do not have my shit together. How's that for the first 10 seconds of the episode? <laughs> um, but that is what this episode's about today. I want to talk to you. It's a chatty one, right? I haven't, this isn't one where I'm like, here are three tips for this, this and this. So if that's what you're after, this is not the episode for you. I just want to talk to you about having your shit together because I think that it's really easy to think about other people and look at what you see of them and what you perceive of them and think about all the people that you think have got their shit together and how you haven't got your shit together. And I think that, well, the first thing I think is I don't know anyone who genuinely has their shit together, whatever that means. And I am certainly not someone who has their shit together. I want to talk to you about that because the thing that I am now building my business around, which was completely unintentional, accidental almost, which I'm going to talk about in today's episode, is the Thrive First method. And I built that method because I do not have my shit together, because I was doing everything else, literally everything else other than thriving. And I'm going to talk to you really, really openly in this episode today about having this method, understanding it, knowing it, building it, being the creator of it. And yet still, I am, I'm not always practicing the method and I feel the ramifications of when I don't practice the method. So let's start there. A lot of you who've been listening to this episode for a while know that I've been running a group membership called Thrive Together since February 2021. And I can't remember when it was, but I announced that I'm closing the door to Thrive Together because over June, July and August of 2022, which I'm currently in now, we are shutting Thrive Together down, so to speak, so that we can rebrand it, the Thrive First Method, which is something that's been being worked on behind the scenes for a long time. So here's how it all came about. Thrive First um, yeah, Thrive Together, sorry. <laughs> Thrive Together, the membership, was put together because I wanted a place where I could gather people who wanted to thrive together in life and in business. And the initially, the space was a membership, so you could pay for a month on a rolling monthly contract, and you could it gave you access to record, pre-recorded modules, live modules, group coaching, and one of the first things that I did in that space, as a bit of a bonus welcome to the new members, is I started teaching the method that I was using. And I didn't know at the time <laughs> that this was even going to be a thing. So just to be clear on what exactly that is, it's hour one where we meet on a Monday morning and I take the members through a very specific planning process that isn't just about productivity, right? It's about your mindset. It's about your identity. It's about how you're supporting yourself through your week and how you're planning for that. The second stage to it is do. So it's plan, do, review. So the second stage to it is do. So obviously once you've planned, you then go off and go through your week. Um, and the last stage of it is review. So the members will get a weekly wrap up email from me. That wrap-up just helps them to spot the things in their week that they would have ordin ordinarily not identified. Like, you know, 
where what's gone well why has it gone well what's gone badly why has it gone badly did you achieve what you wanted to if yes why if no why not take the lessons right debrief literally debrief without criticism without judgment take the lessons show gratitude for yourself and for others it's that stopgap in your week there's more to it right but there's there's that stopgap in your week to say let me just take what I can from this week and move intentionally into my weekend as opposed to carrying it all on my shoulders. And I know that I'm going to pick it back up on Monday morning, right? We're going to do it all again. But inorganically teaching it, I've noticed that there's been parts of the Thrive First Method, which didn't even have a name when I started to teach it. And there's parts of it that I missed out. I didn't teach because I wasn't ever meant to teach it. It wasn't ever meant to be a part of Thrive Together. And so all of that is to explain where this episode is leading to and where this episode came from. This method that I have produced, I've now trademarked, I have now built out into a framework that I'm going to be teaching as a standalone product in my business. It's five modules long, right? So the three end modules are plan, do, review, which you already know about. But the two underpinning foundational modules are identifying getting to know you is the first module like it's identifying what thriving looks like to you what are your preferences what are your natural tendencies what are your what's your predisposition on how you think and how you behave and how you use your time what are your goals as well like module number two is what are your goals and helping you to identify them not in a really fucking prehistoric way of like the smart method and all that shit but actually tapping into how do you want to feel and how can we zoom out on your life and business to tap into that feeling and then translate it into tangible goals that actually you can see if you are are making progress towards them or not, right? So there's two underpinning modules and then there's three modules that we practice regularly. But it's grown organically and I've been teaching it inside Thrive Together just because that's what I've always done. I've always done this. Or when I say I've always done this, I want to talk to you about that. There was a time, I feel like I'm going to break into song. (laughs) When they used to say, there was a time that I was not practicing the Thrive First method at all. And I want to tell you about that version of me because that version of me who does not have their shit together, who is filled with self-doubt regularly, who is disorganised, who has a memory like Dory from Finding Nemo. Like, I don't know how I'm perceived on the outside looking in, but I do know that people will regularly comment on how I hold my shit so well and not physical, like, you know, metaphorical shit, (laughs) and how I look like I've got my shit together, and how I'm so confident, and I can just do what I set my mind to, I want to let you know that that is the, the version of me that you see and perceive in that way. It's not fake, right? So it's not like I'm putting on a facade or a persona. It's just that that's the part of me that you're seeing when I practice the Thrive First method. So if you go onto my Instagram, where I share the majority of my life and my business and my thoughts. If you ever see me, um, well, the very fact that that Instagram account exists is only because my business exists. That is a product of the Thrive First Method. If you ever see me go into an exercise class, that is a product of the Thrive First Method. I don't want to be there. Like I do want to be there because it makes me feel good and I know it's good for me, but I don't. As in, in that moment, I, I know my, my, 
predisposition is to make a shit ton of excuses and not actually go. I know that my predisposition is to leave it till the very last minute and then be like, oh, I'm going to miss it anyway. It's too late. Like I, I am not all of the things that you might think I am. And that's not because I'm putting on this show. It's because I'm practicing the method that helps me to be me thriving first in life and business. So hang on, I want to talk about that before I go any further. What does thrive first mean? Where this came from is what I would notice about myself years ago is I wasn't thriving. And I knew that because I felt so frustrated, so upset every day with my life and how it was going and how I was putting everything and everyone before me and how everything and everyone felt so much more important than I did. And to be honest, I didn't even know what I wanted. Like I was so disconnected to my goals and what I wanted for my life and what thriving even looked like. Like I'd forgotten how to enjoy my life. And that sounds so sad and so awful to say, but it is true. Like I I couldn't, if you just said to me, what you do for fun? I wouldn't have been able to tell you. I, I wouldn't have been able to say, oh, I enjoy doing this because I was so wrapped up in producing value and being of service and making sure that I was achieving my goals and targets in my job and making sure I was being an adequate mum and an adequate wife and an adequate daughter and sister and friend. And I know I'm saying all of this, not as a sob story, but because I know you'll be able to relate to it. Because I know that for the, for those of you who haven't switched the episode off by now, this is you. And I know that because that's why you're listening to this episode. You're listening to this episode because you know that you're holding your shit together. That's not thriving first. I would only ever thrive when, if, like, so if I give you some examples, I would thrive if I had got all my work done. And let's be clear on that. The, the to-do list never ended. I was someone who always used to work off a to-do list and a to-do list never ends. Like there is no end to that list. And so even when you finish what you set out to and you're serving dinner in your head, you're thinking about that email that you need to write, you know, it just fucking goes on and on. When you're in that gym class or that spin class, you're thinking, oh, there's guilt. You know, I should be somewhere else. That's what a to-do list looks like when you don't know how to prioritize and when you don't know how to use your time intentionally. I was that person. I am that person. That's where the Thrive First method came from because that's who I am. And I don't say that as in a defeatist way, like in a fixed mindset way, that's who I am and that's who I'll always be. What I'm saying is I'm not resisting parts of myself and my predisposition of who I naturally am, but what I am prepared to do for me in my life and in my business is create a method that helps me to thrive first. So thriving first means not thriving conditionally based on whether you've been a good girl or whether you've finished all of your work or whether what you've done is good enough. Thriving first means literally not some vague fucking airy-fairy method. It's literally prioritizing what makes you thrive in life and business first so when we plan, when, when my members, my clients who come together in hour one with me, you will know that one of the first things we do is when we've got our obligations out of the way, so the things that actually have to be done, like, I don't know, dropping your kids off at school and or you look at the time that you've literally got available to you and you go, right, okay, I'm now going to put in thriving first 
And I want to talk to you about that today because <clears throat> when I say I haven't got my shit together, I only ever have my shit together when I practice my own method. And I always know, like, it's never for me, it's never like, oh, I haven't done that for a few weeks. It never comes up as a thought like that. It always comes up if I if I am ever not practicing my own method. It never is like, oh, I haven't done that for a few weeks. It's always noticeable in the results in my inner world and in my outer world. So I will start to overwork. I will start to skip the gym. I will start to eat shit because I haven't prepared my food in advance. I'll start to not do all of the things that make me thrive in life and business. And it's those outer results that make me go, whoa, hang on a minute. You're not thriving first. There's a reason for that. Let's go back to the method. And in my inner world, I want to fucking hell, like recently I've had a bit of a breakdown that I want to call a breakthrough. And I say recently in the past two weeks, and I spoke to Jim, my husband about it the other day. And he was like, Nikki, you, you, it's so clear to me that this, this is all as a result of you not practicing your own method. And that is because he knows me and he knows the method so well. The method isn't just plan, do, review. The method also includes elements and aspects and concepts like having difficult conversations, asking for support. How, if you're a client of mine, I want to reflect this back to you. On a Monday morning when we do hour one, yeah, and I say to you about, okay, so looking at your week, where can you identify obstacles? Where can you identify um, things that might come up in your week that, might um, overwhelm you or make you procrastinate and where do you need to ask for support let me ask you as a percentage how often do you then go ahead and ask for support be honest because one of the things that have come up for me in the past couple of weeks is when I've sat down and talked to Jim when I say talk I mean sobbed to Jim (laughs) I was not okay I did not have my shit together and he could clearly see that I wasn't practicing those parts of the method which was identifying what thriving looks like to me which was having those difficult conversations which was asking for support like asking him to support me in practicing the method and making sure that I making sure he's being supportive of me through his actions and through his language and his encouragement he's such an amazing man but he he's able to see that in me. We've been together for a long time, like 16 years. He's able to see that in me. And I'm so grateful that he can. I also recognize the self-accountability and the self-ownership of when I'm in that mushy shit bit. And you all know what that mushy shit bit is. It feels like everything's uncertain. Your shit's all over the place. You definitely do not have your shit together. It's like one piece of shit is two miles down the road and you know the score. That's how I felt. And it was very clear to me that while I was doing plan, do, review, so I was doing, I, I was doing the method, I was doing plan, do, review. Sorry, I had to pause. And um, then someone knocked at the front door. The dogs went off their heads. Quiet again now though. And um, so I think what I was saying was I was doing plan, do, review. So I was like keeping everything nice and tidy and fulfilling my obligations to others. But I wasn't thriving first. And I think it's really easy to get lost in the plan, do, review, fulfill your obligations to others, but forget the whole point of this method. The whole point of this method is so that you identify what thriving looks like to you, is so that you're not working against yourself like working against yourself looks and sounds like, 
oh, I'm so disorganized, I shouldn't be this way. When you think you shouldn't be a certain way, you're working against yourself. You're basically saying that you don't deserve to thrive because you're not like them, those people over there who have their shit together. That is the opposite of what practicing this method feels like when you are practicing it fully. And for those of you who've been inside of Thrive Together since February 2021 and you're listening to this thinking, oh, practicing it fully, you just wait for the modules that I'll be delivering to you over the next five, six weeks. Because from the 13th of June to the 18th of July, where I'm going to be releasing one, one part of the method a week. And we're going to be coming together on a Thursday and doing the workbook for that particular um part module of the method and you're going to be learning the intricacies the behind the scenes the makings and you're going to be reflecting this back to yourself and seeing where you can thrive in life and business because this isn't just about goals yes goals comes into it that's a module two module two is is realizing connecting to your goals i give you a whole framework on being able to zoom out getting your head above so so you so you can see the woods from the trees that's amazing and that is so important because that links to when you come to our one on a Monday and I'm asking you to identify your HVAs, your high value activities, so that you're not doing busy work and running around the hamster wheel all week. And you can say no and set boundaries with other people because you know what you're protecting. But that has to come from being so connected to your goals. All of that is so important. And I want that for you. I do. I want you to achieve. I want you to go after what you want to go after. I want you to have what you want to have and be who you want to be. I want all of that for you. But I also want you to thrive first. Just let that sink in for a minute. It's no good being like, that mountain over there, that's where we're headed and we'll thrive when we get there. We'll thrive if we get there. We'll thrive when we get there. That's not okay. I want you to enjoy the journey, even if the journey feels like shit, because personal development and growth, yeah, it often feels like shit, actually. (laughs) You know it, I know it, we all know it, yeah? But I don't want you to wait till you're through that shit to thrive. I don't want you to wait till anything to thrive. I want you to be identifying what thriving looks like to you, and I want you to allow me to guide you through how to how do I identify that like I've worked with clients both in a one-to-one capacity and in, in a group capacity where when I've said to them tell me what makes you light up tell me what makes you feel like you're thriving and they've spent so long so long not not doing that that they've forgotten right that's real And I know that if you're listening to this episode today, I know the pain that you feel if you're sitting there going, yeah, that's me. I know what it feels like to be so disconnected to what lights me up because I haven't done that for so long. And I'm telling you that you don't need to join the Thrive First Method. When I reopen the doors in September and welcome people back in, you don't need to join. You just I mean, you're welcome to by all means. And I'm going to be telling you more about the method so that you have all of the information that you need to make an informed decision as to whether this is right for you or not. But what I am saying to you is, if you're never in the space where you can join from a financial capacity or whatever it is, or you just don't want to, you don't need to. 
You don't need to. I encourage you to stop consuming like all of the books you're buying, all of the courses you're paying for, all of the programs you're going on, all of the Instagram accounts that you follow and you think it's making you feel good, but actually you come away from it feeling like shit. Be really careful with what you're consuming when you've forgotten what thriving feels like to you. Because I know that when I was in the space of not knowing what thriving felt like to me, the more I consumed, the further away from myself I got. And it was only when I started to really organically, like I didn't just sit down one day and go, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this method together to make me thrive first. It happened over a long time, right? And it happened by doing a lot of self-discovery and a lot of learning. And that's why when you practice the method, it's not, this is how Nikki thrives. So I'm going to practice what she does and thrive like her. The method is designed to help you discover you, not you discover the future you and then try to morph into that. You discover you as in who are you now? And based on who you are now, what helps you to thrive in life and in business? What are your preferences? What do you like? What do you dislike? What makes you, what drains you of energy and what fills you back up? What restores your energy? If you notice all of these things about yourself, then you are going to grow and you are going to evolve. And and in that evolvement and growing both in your inner world and in your outer world, you're going to come across opportunities and challenges that all of them will make, will force growth. It's inevitable. But what this method does is support you to thrive while you are growing. It supports you to thrive while you're going after the life that you want, that mountain over there that I talked about, right? It's not sort of delaying or off-putting thriving while you're waiting to be enough or achieve enough or for that promotion or for that job title or whatever it is that you're waiting for, for the moment that you go, do you know what? I am just going to make sure that I do that in parallel at the same time. And just going back to that breakdown, breakthrough that I was talking to you about before the front door went, um, was that then or was that a little while ago? It doesn't even matter. It was because I was half in the method. I was doing the plan, do, review, but the bits that are the hardest part of that method is the pause and what, hang on a minute, what helps me to thrive? Oh yeah, I remember. I needed that reminder. Okay, I can see that I'm avoiding those things. Oh, I can see that I'm avoiding the discomfort of having that difficult conversation with them over there. That thing that's taking up all of my time and I need to put a stop to that. I need to have a difficult conversation. I'm avoiding that. So all of these things are a part of the method, having difficult conversations, making sure your boundaries are upholding a life and a business that help you to thrive and the people around you to thrive. Or there's so much more to it than just plan, do, review, because your life is so much more than plan, do, review. In that doing element of it, in that aspect where you're actually going about your business, you're going about your week, it requires you to every single day consider how am I showing up for myself today? How am I speaking to myself? How am I adjusting what I'm actually physically doing through my actions 
in relation and in response to what life is throwing at me because it does. When I have problems, how am I navigating those problems and supporting myself through them? How am I self-coaching? When I have urges, like I know for me, I am someone who has a lot of urges and therefore I don't rely on willpower to make sure that I am keeping on track. Keeping on track for me looks like taking good care of my vessel, taking good care of my body, both what I consume by way of food, drink, alcohol, um, and also consume cons- um, consuming like Instagram content and shit on the internet and on the telly. Paying attention to that and dealing with my urges. So as opposed to just being like, I feel like cake for breakfast. It's like, okay, but what would be good for me right now? What would make me feel good in an hour? It's dealing with urges, like urges for me, they also come up in ways of speaking to myself. So I know that sometimes if I'm left to my own devices, my self-doubt can start to take over. And those urges are to procrastinate and to scroll and to open a new tab up on fucking shit. It's just a load of shit. If I'm not supporting myself through dealing with those urges, I just wander off down the lane into the sad swamp, feeling like a sack of shit. And that's why I've labelled this episode, I only have my shit together when. Because my predisposition seems to be someone who very much thinks very deeply about things. And that's an amazing skill when I'm using it with my clients. But when I turn that on myself, I seem to be in a battle with myself. And so I have learned to self-coach. I have learned when to push forward and when to lean back and stop. And I've learned how to deal with other people's urgencies and other people's priorities and speak to them with the same kindness and love and respect as I deserve for myself. And it's not natural to me to always show that reverence of my own life to myself, right? So the natural voice that pops up in my own head is sometimes very mean. That inner critic voice is sometimes very mean. I acknowledge all of those things about myself and I'm not forcing myself to be this positive, you know, um, outgoing, positive kind of character. What I am doing is totally, fully accepting who I am and allowing this method to guide me back to a place where I can thrive, even if those voices are cropping up, even if I haven't finished that piece of work or it's even good enough or not good enough, you know? So this is why, like, for those of you who are my clients and have been inside Thrive Together, sometimes I'll talk to you about not rewarding yourself with more work, you know, so a lot of you, part of your high-value activities and part of you recognising what makes you thrive is making sure that you've got a cut-off time in your day, because you know your predisposition is to reward yourself by getting to the end of your work that you said you're going to do, fucking rewarding yourself with more work. So we talk about that and we put in mechanisms to help you not do that so that you can thrive and don't burn out, right? So I sort of what I wanted to come on and do in this episode today is just show you, reveal to you that this method, I stand so fiercely and firmly behind it because it is so close to my heart. I know who I am and I know who I am without the method and I know who I am with the method. And I can honestly hand on heart say that I'm a much happier version of myself when I use the Thrive First method in its entirety, not just planning my week, doing and reviewing and these sort of really independent segments to it that weave so nicely together. 
but much, much more than that. When I self-coach, when I acknowledge where I'm coming up against um, resistance inside of myself and supporting myself through that. So with that, all of that said, like I said earlier, you don't need to be a part of this to be able to take what I've said in today's episode and apply it in your life and in your business. I want you to think about what I've said today, even rewind the episode and go backwards now that I've got to the end of it. And I want you to really either reflect on what I've said today or go back and re-listen to it with the mindset of how can I take what she said, what Nikki said in this episode today and apply it to me in my life and in my business. And to help you with that reflection, I'd like to ask you the question, what are you holding yourself accountable to so that you can then thrive? Is it an identity of who you think you should be and how you should be appearing to the world? Is it if you've done enough or been enough? Like, are you basically making thriving conditional based on something that is external to you? And if that is so, then how can you start to support yourself to thrive first? That's my challenge. That's my invitation to you today as we leave this episode together, because I know, I know personally, when I don't practice this method, I know how much I can go to shit. And what I'm not doing here, just to finish this off, I'm not saying that you always have to have your shit together. It's not for anyone else. It's for you. Yeah. So all that said, I just want to hand over to you now. And if this episode has resonated with you, I don't like, of course, I always love it when you go on and give the episode, give the podcast a rating and share it on Instagram and DM me and stuff like that. But here's what I'd really love you to do. If you have benefited from this information, if you've benefited from thinking thoughts like, hang on a minute, yeah, that might be right. I am thriving only when I do this. I'm only allowing myself to thrive. So first, like what does thriving mean to me and when do I allow myself to thrive? And if this has helped you today, I would like you to go and have a conversation with someone else. Maybe it's your partner, your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. Maybe it's your mum. Maybe it's your sister or your brother. Maybe it's your friend or your colleague. Go and speak to them or your team. Like, oh, I won't even go there. The amount of conversations I used to have with my team when we used to do our Friday wrap up together. Anyway, go and have a conversation with someone and implement what you have learned in this episode today by teaching them about it. I think it was Einstein who said, you don't, if you can't explain it simply, then you don't understand it well enough. And I love that. So if you understand, even if what I've made, what I've talked about in this episode today didn't actually make sense, but you've got what you needed from it. And you're like, yes, I can take this and I can reflect in my own life and in business. Please go and share that with someone else because the ripple effect that then I can make by sharing this free content goes further and further and further. And that essentially is what I'm here for. So all that said and done, please never forget that I am always cheering you on. And I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today, all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. 
please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.